You're listening to the ILC Radio Network, brought to you by the Iowa Lean Consortium and Zone Strategies. I went to the the uh, the owner of that area and said, uh, "Can you help me understand this a little bit better?" And he said, "Well, um, I, I moved these parts uh, in this container uh, to put it a little bit closer to the work that I get done, uh, and I need this every day, and it's, it saves me a lot of walking if I if I don't if I move the container to where I need it." And rather than the process uh, driving continuous improvement, it was just driving kind of a penalty for, for that individual saying, hey, you're doing the wrong thing by moving that container. Whereas uh, the behaviors that we need to see is being open and listening to the people who do the work, making sure that we're continually improving the work that they do. And the, the right question would have been, um, how, how can we make this a better situation for you? If you need that container in a different spot, uh, let's let's figure out how we can do that to, to make that better for you. And so the, the behaviors are really around just how well we're using these tools and, and are we using them to drive continuous improvement and sustainability? Or are we just trying to um, check the box that we've got these tools implemented? And across different businesses I've been associated with, uh, we see that more and more is that, that we're, we're kind of checking the box on the tools. And really we need to line up the tools with the need. And if we want to drive continuous improvement, leverage the tools to get continuous improvement, but the focus can't be on the tools. It's gotta be focused on the continuous improvement and the behaviors, all the supporting efforts and roles and responsibilities that we need uh, to make that work. Well, I think in uh, matter of fact, on the last episode, Jamie, uh, Flinchball was talking about uh, the difference between uh, to determine what's what's a good metric to determine whether or not uh, lean is being effective and well effectively uh, rolled out within an organization. And uh, he said that that metric is the voluntary versus involuntary lean. Voluntary meaning that. Uh, People are just, they're just doing it. They're not having to be told, hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do this. It's just, it's that voluntary, here's an issue, here's a situation, this is how I, how I should respond, and, um, and this is how I should behave. And so, uh, yeah, I think oftentimes uh, you've, you've probably seen it as well where organizations will uh, say, hey, we want to want to do lean, and uh, I've had folks come to me and say, hey, we want to uh, do lean, and, and their philosophy is we can just take it off the shelf and, and do it, and, and then we're, we're done and we move on to, to, uh, to something else. But there they're looking at it simply as checking off that, uh, that box that we've, quote, unquote, done lean, and, and I've always agreed with the statement that if someone ever says, you know, we did lean, they, they actually never did do lean, because <laughs> um, as we know, you know, lean is, is you're always, uh, always working to uh, continuously uh, improve. So right. um, on those, uh, as, as you're working then with, uh, with the ILC as, as the board president of the ILC, and uh, you've seen excessive uh, and successful growth over, over the time that you've been involved with there, where are you seeing um, growth? or maybe a, an increased interest in lean and, and what lean has to offer? 
Yeah, I think that the challenge that we have, we've seen tremendous growth in, in just the number of companies um, that, that have been associated with the ILC. And so we've uh, also tried to reciprocate that with increased benefits uh, for members. We want, are continually pushing ourselves as a board and within the teams, that, the committees that we have to continue to push uh, the value of the offerings uh, that we have and, and mm -hmm. continually respond to the, the members' needs. Uh, so we've seen tremendous increase in the number of, of events, so training events. I think uh, back in the day when I started, uh, back in 2012, um, uh, we had something like uh, seven events uh, and for the year. Uh, today, uh, the last couple years, we've been over 20. Uh, so mm -hmm. trying to offer uh, a couple a month and offer those events really in, in uh, supporting different types of needs. So, um, and then getting into maybe more sector specific, whether it's healthcare or education or government, trying to be more specific to our, our members' needs and, and provide what they need. Um, we've been, uh, I think, continually growing the benefits and that's where uh, you know, we've offered this message board uh, that people can, can get onto Slack, uh, that people can uh, ask questions and rely, uh, network with other members more and more. The Lean Coffees has certainly been a benefit uh, for certain members getting involved that way and doing more networking, uh, the book club, uh, and we're, we're just looking for more and more opportunities that we can continue to add value for uh, the people with the ILC and, and uh, uh, their membership. When we I talk would about say, oh, yeah, sorry, I would, I would say, you know, one other thing that we've grown um, with uh, Teresa Hay McMahon coming in as executive director and, and uh, we, and, and continuing to look to grow, we've also started to add a, uh, a uh, ILC foundation. And so okay. we're with an ILC foundation and what that really is and the reason that we're doing that is, is really to enhance that, that uh, member experience. Um, the ILC is all about members helping members. Uh, the foundation is really going to be about members helping others and getting involved with uh, nonprofits. And so uh, making it, creating opportunities for ILC members to volunteer and, and work with other, uh, maybe some nonprofit organizations who don't have the resources, don't have mm -hmm. the expertise and uh, being able to offer those type of services, as well as with education, with our, our young people, uh, whether they're um, uh, uh, high school or maybe even younger, but high school and college students, getting them enthused and, and focused on the, the skills needed for continuous improvement. So that's just getting started, but that's really, we're excited about the possibilities that that opens up for um, uh, really for our members, but also for the community and for uh, really our, member, our members' communities, trying to grow and make the ILC uh, make an impact um, uh, for our member companies, but also the communities they work in. Mm -hmm. When you talk uh, about the, the members, what is it that you as, as board president um, are looking for? What, what, uh, what's needed from members of the ILC? to make it, continue to make it a successful uh, organization that, as you say, you know, you said earlier, reaches 
beyond Iowa and uh, beyond the the uh, yeah we for profit businesses yeah we've had uh, just tremendous uh, support from our members um, our our committees uh, you know essentially we have uh, only uh, we have a exec, uh, executive director and we have a coordinator and they mm -hmm. help with the events they help with uh, strategic planning and and kind of setting the direction for the ILC and the foundation uh, but we would not be successful at all without the tremendous volunteers that we get from from within our members uh, for the communities uh, for events communities for uh, membership um, uh, not communities uh, committees uh, around membership around events around uh, marketing how do we make uh, uh, the ILC even better and better and better so you know that's what we need to continue with the with from our members is really just look for opportunities to get involved and whether it may not be on a committee but get involved with other members uh, working together to network to uh, collaborate um, share resources share experiences and um, really just uh, uh, we can learn from each other uh, so much and we've got so much in common no matter what sector we're in we've got so much in common in terms of the of the obstacles we have the challenges we face uh, so really identify those opportunities and and then the other thing I would say is um, you know your colleagues uh, a lot of times we'll see one or two people from the different member companies be involved and it's it's a challenge I have that uh, challenge with my own company is, is how to get the word out and get other people involved uh, because that's only going to make us stronger. It's going to make ourselves stronger as well as uh, the the consortium itself. So really getting getting involved and, and uh, getting others involved as well. Jeff, as you as you travel around and speaking from from your uh, experience, um, have you always been in manufacturing? Uh, yes, I would have to say yes. Uh, so before John Deere, I worked for Alcoa. It's now mm -hmm. Arconic. I was 15 years with them. Uh, worked uh, in the U.S. and abroad uh, in in various roles in operations and and uh, in manufacturing engineering. Uh, also some uh, some finance and supply management, uh, but always in manufacturing. So I am biased uh, in that way. I try to. <laughs> I, I, I try to catch myself when I'm, I'm only speaking about manufacturing, but but these these tools, um, these tools and the approaches and the what we can learn from each other applies across the board. Uh, I can learn from anybody in any other sector in terms of what they've done, uh, what they're trying to do, uh, and and uh, that's um, that's something that I think Lean offers is that it's really not about uh, manufacturing and specifically manufacturing John Deere equipment uh, it's it's around really just continuous improvement and how to how to build it into our business so it's sustainable and we're always looking for uh, to um, to continually improve yeah I think uh, there is there's a great advantage you know we're, we have to be careful we talk about organizations having silos uh, which of course then limits the, the opportunities for improvement and, and causes constraints oftentimes with improvement. Uh, we have to be careful as well in, in organizations such as, as the ILC um, that we don't, you know, we have these sectors where we don't uh, have opportunities for individuals to uh, 
to talk cross, um, I guess, uh, category, if, if, you, if you will, or, or industry. And I, that's what I've appreciated about uh, the ILC as well, is making those opportunities available. Uh, I had an occasion, it's been several years, but I was working with uh, both a, uh, it was a, a medical officer from uh, St. Luke's here in town, and then someone from uh, Oral-B, where they were, you know, production of, of toothbrushes. And they were talking about some projects that they were working on. And the, uh, the doctor had got a little bit of it, um, was, was stumped on something. And sure enough, um, the, the, the answer um, as to how to look at the, the process a little bit differently came from uh, the individual from Moral B. He said, hey, have you, have you looked at it from this perspective? And hmm. so there's, there's such value um, between there because we, we certainly can uh, get siloed even, you know, if, if not geographically here in our, in our way of thinking and, and seeing things. So um, certainly, yeah, anytime that uh, organizations or uh, organizations such as the ILC can offer those opportunities for people to, from various industries, get together and, and talk about their processes, there's, there's a, a great deal of, of value and as you've, you've traveled around and, and spent many years, I guess maybe the question is, what are, what are some of the, the, for you, some of the key indicators that uh, organizations are moving in the right direction as it, uh, as, as in their lean continuous improvement efforts? Yeah, you know, one of the, when I talk to, um, you know, friends or, or uh, folks outside of uh, my work, uh, and even outside of the consortium, uh, a lot of them will come back and say, yeah, if I talk to them about lean, they'll say, yeah, we've tried some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's a group there that, that keep pushing these kind of things. What you, what you notice is that they are, they're pushing the tools, and they're trying to yeah. implement tools. And, and uh, you know, for, for most folks, that's, uh, it puts up a, 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 a barrier um, for, you know, that we're not really receptive always to change, uh, especially change without really understanding the why. Uh, so why is this change needed? And I think that the, the, uh, the, the, where we see the most success is where it's really focused and connected to our strategic issues. Uh, so whatever sector that we're in, what are the primary uh, objectives that we have. Where do we need to be in a couple years or a few years? Uh, where's our competition going? And then leveraging those strategic issues into, hey, how do we need to improve? How are we going to get there? And using the lean tools, using the lean systems of continuous improvement, building it into the business to get everybody aligned um, and get us on, on a path that's going to reach those objectives. I think that's um, where we see success uh, across different businesses is they've, they've figured that out. Um, they've figured out how to build that continuous improvement loop into their business, whether it starts with a value stream map that identifies uh, the days it takes to do X, and uh, we want to improve that uh, X minus something, right? So we want to take 20% out of our uh, flow days or our cycle time for doing whatever it is. And uh, how are we going to do that? How are we going to get everybody aligned 
to, to helping identify the opportunities. And then once we have and we have an action plan, how are we going to make sure uh, that, that we're tracking on that action plan? People know their roles and responsibilities and what's, what's needed to, to uh, take that waste out and make sure we're, we're making progress uh, towards our strategic uh, initiatives. And we can't make tri progress around implementing tools. We've got to make progress around driving that continuous improvement, uh, measuring our, our, our success, and continually moving forward. And that's, that's where uh, the focus needs to be, and that's, that's where, where we see success. They've built it into the business, so it's not uh, just one person doing it. You see that sometimes as well, where you've got a group of continuous improvement uh, uh, folks working in, a, in an organization. Uh, really, it's got to be everybody, everybody engaged and aligned. The continuous improvement folks are invaluable uh, for helping us along that way, uh, but really everybody's got a role in that, in, in that continuous improvement cycle. Well, and I think that's, that's, that's a very uh, strong point um, because when we talk about who is responsible for lean, well, all of us can be uh, responsible for, uh, for lean in our, again, we look at what's our, our area of, of influence and, and uh, again, referring to conversation had, uh, with, uh, with Jamie Flinchbaugh, you know, about leadership, lean leadership, and well, you know, oftentimes we look to leader as a, as a position, but uh, it's also just each individual taking responsibility for their area of, of influence. And, and I know as a uh, Lean Six Sigma uh, black belt, um, you, yeah, I, I recall, you know, the days when we would have, you know, those, those teams <laughs> swoop in and, and uh, do some work and then swoop back out. And uh, it was always, yeah, hey, the, uh, the CI team will take care of that. The CI team is going to come in and, and, and do, do that work. And um, so, yeah, the, the, the goal, the objective, if I understand correctly, is that uh, we create everybody having the opportunity to be problem solvers. And that's really where it, uh, it, it, it gains its, its uh, has its success. You know, um, Steve, one analogy that I've been considering a lot lately in some of the work that I'm doing and uh, in conversations with others, just around um, getting everybody involved every day. How do you do that? Uh, you know, I, I like to use 5S as, a, as an example in many uh, cases. It's, it's applicable across all sectors, kind of setting that standard, making sure we've got that standard so that, it, so that problems are identified easily. Uh, abnormalities are, are visible, uh, but in, when you think about 5S and a lot of the, the times how 5S is deployed is with a, um, a 5S leader or a 5S coordinator uh, who is working in, in teaching people, in maybe doing the audits uh, to make sure we are, we are executing to it, um, but, but really that's, we won't be successful that way. Um, the, even if we have the leader of that group who says, yeah, we have to do 5S. We've, we, this is important. We want to make sure that we are executing 5S. Uh, even with that, we're not going to be successful. And, I, and the analogy that I think about is, is, lean, is uh, 5S-like safety or 5S-like quality. 
Um, 5S like safety. You know, you think about uh, if somebody is acting in an unsafe behavior or maybe they're, uh, you know, if you're in a manufacturing environment that uh, requires earplugs, uh, 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 safety glasses, and, and you forget to put them on. You're back from break, you put, forget to put them on. More than likely somebody's going to say, hey, hey, Jim, you, you forgot your safety glasses. Right. Um, and, and you'll just slip them down, maybe add them on your head, and you just forgot they were there. That's, that's uh, not an issue, but we're looking out for each other, making sure that everybody is safe. Same with quality. Um, if we see uh, somebody who is having trouble keeping quality, uh, we're going to be uh, doing what we can to help them, uh, make sure that they are uh, successful with their quality and their work so that we're uh, successful as a team. Uh, we need to do the same things with with uh, uh, our standard work with 5S to make sure, you know, if there is a container out of place, we're saying, hey, why is that out of place? Let's get that back where it needs to be. Or we're asking, why is that container out of place? Uh, is there a reason that that uh, should be in a different spot? Uh, but we're always identifying when, when we see a problem, we see abnormalities, we're addressing it in the moment uh, with the folks uh, 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 that are mo that are closest to it, and we're working with each other to solve those those issues and continuously learn, continuously improve. And I think that analogy is really uh, I'm convinced that that we we haven't quite figured that out uh, where continuous improvement uh, needs to follow that same level of engagement and passion and uh, getting everybody on board every day that we see with safety and quality. We need that with continuous improvement across the board. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think, and as, as we begin to wrap, down, wrap up here, what, what, what's hindering that, Jeff? What, what's the constraint there? Uh, that, that, <laughs> yeah, we need another session to get into all of them, yeah. um, unfortunately. Um, but, but I think we get focused on what we get rewarded for. Right, so mm -hmm. um, we some sometimes we have conflicting priorities, but mostly um, our leaders are rewarded for something, and maybe it's throughput, or maybe it's uh, uh, you know a certain output, or maybe it's certain metrics. And in many cases, uh, the the continuous improvement doesn't help me today to meet those objectives and to meet those metrics. Continuous improvement is going to help me do that tomorrow and in the future and get to us to where we are much better than we thought we would ever be. But today, it doesn't help me uh, in every case. And so mm -hmm. the focus is on execution. When I have a problem, it's about containing that problem and moving on uh, rather than really asking why and yeah. trying to find the root cause of the problem and, and implementing a solution that's permanent and sustainable. Uh, so, I, I, for for me, that's one of the biggest reasons is that we've we've um, we're, we've lost sight on really that continuous improvement cycle, um, and in, and in many cases uh, we've delegated the work. Uh, so, like what, what we talked about with 5S, it's a 5S coordinator or it's a continuous improvement team, and it's their responsibility to implement and to execute, mm -hmm. and that's not going to work uh, in my opinion either. So. We've got a lot of obstacles. Uh, a lot of things have to go right, and we just have to continue to build these efforts, these tools, these behaviors into the business as much as we can, into the leaders, the leader standard work, 
uh, to make sure that we're executing and, and holding each other accountable every day. As we wrap up here, Jeff, final question for you. What's, as, as the board president of, of the ILC, um, what's, what's on the horizon? What, uh, what, what, uh, what do you see for the ILC going forward? Yeah, I, I have a lot of hopes and dreams for the ILC. I've, I've loved my engagement with it. We've seen tremendous growth, and uh, we're, and the growth isn't slowing down. So what's on the future is really how can we continue to increase our, the value that members see in the ILC? And that's really where I think uh, members getting involved with other members uh, in, uh, in leveraging those networks that we have. And, uh, and, and eventually we'll get to a point where it's not driven by an ILC event. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's almost self-sustaining where the, the networks are so strong that they just they, they continue and they work off each other. Um, and those are through some of the lean coffees and some of the other lean uh, or the, the networking opportunities that there are. Um, I mentioned the message board and the, the uh, love to lean, uh, the shared training, but, but really it's the opportunity where we, if we can get to a level where we are engaging with each other, even in the, work, in the workplace. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to see each other uh, in the workplace and, and sharing, you know, the obstacles and the challenges and the experiences that we have. Uh, I think that's, that's really where uh, we're really going to see benefits from, um, from the network of members within the ILC. And not to mention, uh, you know, with the foundation being able to uh, uh, get involved, apply our skills and help the community, help students going forward, getting them involved, young people involved. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of folks, you know, um, when we look at college students uh, coming, coming out, they're not, in many cases, the engineers, uh, you know, the folks that you would think would be taught some of the lean tools, uh, m- many of the schools don't focus in those areas. The schools are focused in the technical side of different things. Right. Uh, so they come out without a lot of those skills. So if we can influence those young folks coming into the workforce and get them uh, into a mindset of continuous improvement as well as some of the, the tools of waste elimination and the focus on waste elimination, I think we're going to be uh, tremendous. And if we can make an impact across Iowa, across the Midwest uh, that way and help those, those companies that those uh, students are getting into, you know, strategically and, uh, you know, our vision is, is that we're going to be a much uh, stronger um, community, uh, much stronger uh, network of, of companies uh, uh, across, you know, our vision. Uh, we, we talk about Iowa, we talk about the Midwest, but we're, really we're trying uh, to, be, to reach out across the United States even uh, to, to make sure that we're, be, we're becoming, making ourselves better every day. Mm-hmm. ILC members, uh, it sounds to me like uh, Jeff just uh, laid down a challenge. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, so uh, our responsibility is to, uh, to pick up that, uh, that gauntlet and uh, um, do what we can to uh, improve in the areas that, uh, that Jeff was talking about. Well, again, our guest today has been uh, Jeff Dong. Jeff is the factory advisor at John Deere, and then he's also 
the board president of the ILC. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time out of your extremely busy schedule to uh, to talk with us, and uh, look forward to. Will you be at the uh, the conference in October? Are you going to be able to make that? I would not miss that. So I had that blocked out first thing and uh, made sure that my colleagues were aware of that. So uh, we'll be there. We'll bring some people and and uh, looking forward to that. Absolutely. Excellent. I look forward to uh, meeting you face to face then. All right. Thanks so much, Jeff. Sounds good, Steve. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you for listening and we hope you've enjoyed our show. For more information, please check us out online at iowalean.org and zstrat.com.